You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. You're listening to the Josh Adams Podcast on the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. Yes, yes, After Dark, I'm a different guy right now. We recording, so we're gonna do it like this. This is uh, another episode of the Josh Adams podcast. This will be the last one of the year. I have a code that I've acquired from I don't know where, but I got one, and we still gonna run, we gonna knock this bitch out. And um, uh, I guess we're gonna end the year the way I started it uh, with my man, my dog, my brother in the building, a comedian. You might have seen him on Kevin Hart's Heart of the City season two, representing Detroit. You might have seen him on many stage plays, and if you had the opportunity, you probably saw him down at they say one of the most legendary open mics we've ever had in the city of Detroit. Please, everybody, welcome my brother, Jay Bell. What's up, boy? What up, dope, man? What's good with you, bro? Sick, sick. How you doing? Uh, I'm over here stuffing my damn self, bro. Yeah, it's I think everybody here. got it. This is uh, and I got babies at home, so that's the worst. Yeah, I think I know where I got mine. From. I just saw my daughter too. Shout out to Kennedy. She was how sick. she doing? She good. She's sick. She went to the hospital a couple times. You know, that's babies though. Babies yeah. get sick, and um, all of that 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 got good stuff, man. So uh, uh, recap. Uh, I guess the promoter nigga he got the message. Oh yeah, yeah. that was thorough, bro. Yeah, I was, I was like, I felt like I was in the comedy union when I seen it. Too loud. Oh, you switching up headphones? Oh, we can switch them. We ain't got to act like this is a professional production. We can talk while this happening. Yeah, well, he got the message. That nigga hit me up. And if you don't know what Josh is talking about. The last episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's talking about a promoter mm-hmm. that did him wrong. Yeah. Thoroughly, man. He got me He got me together, but he sent me a couple dollars and hit me oh, up. Did? Yeah, he sent me a couple dollars and tried to play it like he sent me half of what he owed me. Really a quarter. No, 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 not even a half. A third of what he owed me. And then was like, so we good? And paused, and I guess he waited for me to say thank you. And I was like, nigga, whatever. And then he was just, I'm trying to do some shows or whatever. I wanna, yeah, all right, nigga. We're done. Man, let's talk about. But then he reached out to Mike Leary, and you was on the other end for that one. Yeah, bro, that was crazy. That was crazy. <laughs> and to hear the phone call, oh, man, you ain't mess with me. And, and, and Mike told him the truth, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? We, we ride together. This is what we do, man. I can't, I can't, that, that ain't me. I ain't even cut like All that. the G's, dude. Yeah. Like, everybody right, that really right. do this shit, that's good at this for real. And um, not taking they they telling for granted, nigga. They not gonna let nobody play with them, and and that's how I think we should all get out. But everybody don't got the same same the same morals as we do. So you know, it is what it is. And and a uh, lot of the times, what you did that, 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 that secured a lot of it was cats don't even be knowing because we don't we don't really talk like that. I chalk that up too. The niggas maybe don't even know what's going yeah. on. Yeah. But but once we let you know what happened, we know what you are. Then after that, yeah. we know what's up with you. Because nigga, we came to you, and you could even play the role off like, oh, I didn't even know till after the show. It was like, nigga, now you know. Yeah. Hey, the nigga bullshit with nigga. So yeah. if you gonna see fucking with him, that's on you. But hey, shout out to that nigga man, that promoter. I won't speak on him ever again. I got my point across, and at that point, I you do what you want to do. I, I I don't wish nothing ill on you, my nigga. You can do what you love to do, flat out, my nigga. So that was what that was. Um, shows. Getting ready to move. Uh, what's been going on with you, man? Bro, I've 
been on the same grind, same hustle, man. I've been I've been dealing with a fucked up situation, bro, with, with the whole crib shit, man. Talk about it, cause niggas out there who might be listening can do something about it. Help out. I'm I'm on that mission, man. Like like we were just talking about, you know what I'm saying, reading a book a month and the whole nine and improving yourself, which is very important. But like ownership is super important, man. Very important. Super important, man. I'm going through a situation with the crib I'm in right now, which I'm written. But it's like like I didn't know like well, I didn't know because I've never been through it, <laughs> as far as the leasing go. Like, if they don't have to resign your lease, and I get that, but, like, the house I'm in, they not resigning, they about to sell it. So, they was like, yeah, you got you got a good three weeks to go ahead and get up out of here. And I'm like... Nigga, yeah. <clears throat> Damn. They don't own that bitch. Yeah. That's just like you niggas in apartments. If somebody buy that apartment building, the yeah. person will sell it, then people can come and be like, y'all yeah. need to figure something out, and we don't have to care about y'all arrangements at all. At all. all right, oh. we bought this place. Oh, so we turning right. this bitch I'm into a tropical out. smoothie, nigga. Right. You got to get up and go. Right. Like, you done. Like, but the main thing is, man, then once I, once I went through that situation, we went to court, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, everything was what it was. I sat down and I did the numbers on how much we paid for rent for a year. Uh-huh. And just was astonished that, like, all this money that's going towards somebody else. And I don't get, like... It's not like I'm getting anything back. I'm just getting for what I, I'm paying for the time that I was there. You I'm are. But money. you realize that you make more money than you thought. Yeah, bro. Yeah. That's I'm what niggas don't like, get. Oh, my God. I talk to everybody about that. I'm like, nigga, if you look at what you be paying for shit, yeah. like, nigga, this whole year, I I've, I, 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 I ate takeout every day this year. And, nigga, I, I know it's in the hundreds of thousands. And, uh, nigga, as far as, like, money is going towards my daughters to take care of them, in the, it's up there, and I'm like, nigga, I make more than I thought, and I'm still broke. But it's like, imagine if I could do what I wanted to do. That not to say that I don't want to take care of my kids, but I'm just saying, like, it just let me know, like, oh, nigga, I'm not far from where I want to be. The place you right. want to be is just right. right, nigga, around the corner. So, nigga, I know you look at that. I know you look at that. I know you look at that. You want me to turn you up or turn me up? The mic. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. as high as your shit goes. Okay. Guys. All right. Well, I gotta yell now. Over here scratching. I don't know what you're doing. Nothing. I think that's it. I mean, are you talking it in the right way? Because you know you got to be a kind of right on that. Board. Not like that, because I ain't even on it like that. But you got to kind of be. Go ahead. No, I hear myself. Now. Oh yeah, I don't know how loud you want to be, nigga. I mean, let me see. Uh, Maybe it's something uh, I could turn up. No, nigga, uh, everything uh, is turned up to the highest. That bitch over there was running. If you want to switch to the green mic, but uh, it's a new year, nigga, new decade. So I've been having a. I've, my years ended off however it ended, and I'm sure whoever, like I said, I'll talk about it before. 2019 might have been your greatest year, and I applaud you that. But it has been a year for me of. Of self analyzation and a lot of pain, a lot of ups and downs, nigga. And I feel it's only gonna make me better for this next year, yeah. this next decade, nigga. And I just wanna be completely be a better person, nigga. I mean, as a man, a brother, a son, a husband, I ain't a husband, but a, a boyfriend, um, a father, nigga. And it start with just, man, doing different shit. Like, bro, I was drunk all 2019, I will not be drunk all 2020. That's real. But I will not you're be. Still gonna get it in, but not. I'm gonna have a drink every once in a while, but not like out to the like to the levels I was this year. Yeah. Like nigga, I was yeah. out of control, nigga. People tell me stories about me, nigga. I don't even know that nigga. Right. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Yeah. Niggas was like, man, you remember I said what up to you before I left, nigga. I don't even know you, nigga. Ah. Like and it's like, nigga, that shit ain't cute. I I've been there, done that, and I and I'm like that, nigga. I am. A, I got an addictive personality, nigga. And when I jump on something, bro, I be on it. And, nigga, I've been drinking, like, nigga, $25 fifths of Hennessy. Nigga, I'm grabbing, like, nigga, I'm grabbing, like, four of them a week. 
Wait a minute, twenty five fifths. What hit is he? Privilege is twenty five dollars a pint. Oh, okay. I'm about to say like, wait. So a you got to think four of them is a hundred, and it's like nigga a month. Like nigga, that's another thing in my head. Like nigga, what the fuck was my money going? Like nigga, where was I at when I was so like when I was sober? Where was this money at? Right. What was I doing with this right. shit? But when, you, when you got advice, <laughs> the vice, the vice make everything move like like you want to move. You are gonna make a way for it. You are gonna find a way for it. It's like okay, I got this little. Cause it could have went to something like some food, or you know what I'm saying. Could have ate it, yeah. You know, like, but but it's like you you may have cut back on one thing just to move the money over here, but just imagine if you cut out all of that shit, nigga. And that's that's exactly put this up. That's exactly how I'm looking at it, Jay. Cause like, nigga, I'm just these stories and me waking up and the way I feel. I don't feel like I'm operating at the, at my peak performance, nigga. And it's like now it's more important than ever for me to be at my best next year. So. <clears throat> It's time to just do some different shit, bro. That's why I said I'm reading a book a month, and that's just at least. I might start devouring these books, nigga. And next you know it's three. Like you said, you was doing how many books you read? Three books right now, man. I'm, I'm, what you reading? Uh, reading uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, uh, uh, Retire Young, Retire Rich. Mm-hmm. Don't read. Robert Kiyosaki is the author. Uh, Napoleon Hill's uh, Think and Grow Rich. And then uh, the comedy Bible by Judy Carter is just actually that's like when I first started doing comedy. That's was like the first book I picked up. Do you retain all information off the first read? You gotta read it again. I write it. I, I have a when I read, I have a notepad. Or you take notes I, and I shit. Take notes, yeah, man. It's because here's the thing I'm starting to understand. Like just because I do comedy for a living doesn't mean that that I don't work. It means that I have to work harder. Yeah. So if you go, if anything that you're gonna do that that you don't have a job that you punch the clock or you got somebody that's giving you some insurance or some kind of W two at the end of the year, like if you're not doing that, you have to work harder. Yep. And you have to like it's it's different, man. It's it's weird because we so used to the the status quo of go get a job, go to work, take your lunch break now, go ahead and get off work, chill for a minute, kick it with your people and shit, and then. Get up and do it all over again. We do, we work a job just like everybody else. Yeah. Like I, I had to tell some people at one point in time, I just farted, my bad. I'm trying to get all this shit out of me. But uh I had to tell people at one point in time, nigga, in reality, that uh uh we work just as much as everybody else do. Um, like niggas be like, Oh, <clears throat> like if I go to open mic to go work on some material, motherfucker like, did you get paid? Nigga, do you get paid every day you go to work? No. You that get, shit real as hell. Yeah, like you go to work for two weeks and you don't get paid until that yeah, Friday. Until so that Friday. that's the same thing as with me going to grab a mic, yeah. working my material out, meeting people, shaking hands. Maybe maybe through that open mic, I just got booked for another show somewhere else. So, nigga, the whole structure of it is we being robbed. Ah, uh, what up, nigga? You what you Corey Frazier done stepped in this bitch. <laughs> the woke gangster, my nigga. What's up, nigga? What's going on, nigga? Now he trying to come fuck with the board. Like, nigga, is we doing this shit right? Yeah, All right, we lit. So, as you know, we paused because Kari walked in this bitch. And, um, nigga, like I said, this is the this is the last podcast of the year. Yeah, and um, we just talked, to, we basically, just to bring you up to speed, what we was talking about, we talked about uh, the whole bump situation and how that shit played out. He was talking about his uh, moving situation. And, nigga, just going into this new decade, nigga, on some different shit. I told him I want to read a book a month next okay. year. And I'm cutting liquor out, my nigga, because... Hmm. I've been drunk all 2019. Slowing it down, I'd say. I'm going like, to slow it I'm down. I mean, nigga, put like this. If it ain't no reason to celebrate, it ain't no reason to be drunk. Right, 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 right. Like, right. If, if we ain't out here celebrating this next move and then there's <laughs> champagne around, we not just going to drink because it's around. That's right. what I want. I'm going to drink with every day to start with the letter T. Like, Tuesday, today, tomorrow, nah, uh, Thursday. Uh, nigga, I was, out here, I was out here drinking just to you have an like, excuse to I do not be shit feeling. in I want streets. that feeling. 
Yeah, nigga. And it was like, nigga, that shit ain't cute, and it ain't nothing no more. Like, nigga, hey, I've it, had that fun. I'm done. It remind me of uh, 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 Sean Wayne's dad in uh, Don't Be a Menace. Well, that nigga was like, let me tell you about drinking and driving. Man, that shit is fun. I was like, damn, bro. Yeah, nigga, and I be doing that shit. Yeah. My nigga locked up now. He about to get out tomorrow. Mm. Well, is it 12 yet? It is 12. My nigga Ryan get out in eight minutes, my nigga. Damn. My nigga Ryan. Free my nigga Ryan T. I don't think niggas knew he's in jail, but they nah. will know now. <laughs> By the time you hear this podcast, he'll be out. Yeah. But uh, free my nigga Ryan. Welcome home. And uh, let's get to the bag now, nigga. What's up, Corey? Man, same old, same old, man. Just spent... Uh, Where you coming from? A Square, Ann Arbor. Uh, people out there uh, just connecting with some folks that I ain't link up with in a minute. Um, Ann Arbor is different coming? Nah, I don't think I that's no... Car can't wait. Car can't wait to flip on y'all. They gonna go out there. <laughs> he <gotta> go blue. <laughs> flip on y'all. A squared is different out there. Niggas, my weapon. You trying to give a fuck about y'all, nigga? I'm out here in Ypsilanti with these hoes <laughs> at Eastern. <laughs> Get some interns from out there. That those are the stories. Remember the first time uh, I went up there and I knew that the, the dorms was coeds. My boy KG went there and then I looked up, walked out the hall. I'm like, damn, she in the same. Yeah. Oh, the same hallway? Like, Bro, nigga, they same. Eastern. Yeah, they shouldn't yeah, be doing yeah, do that. Because, yeah. like, in my college, it was like, <laughs> it was co-ed, but it was like one hallway was all dudes, and the next hallway over would be, like, all female. But you was like, that shit was like Job Corps, though, right? Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> job it, was, it was private college, brother. Don't do that. What school do you that. go to again? I went to Olivet College, brother. Yeah, that shit was like Job Corps, nigga. No, that's funny as shit. No, bro. You know what's so crazy about Job Corps? What? I ain't know shit about Job Corps. <laughs> Don't think I want nothing from you? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to tell you the story about how I even found out about Job Corps. This is like wild, young kid shit. I'm like... I got to be in the seventh or eighth grade. Uh So let's change the names to, uh, you know. Protect the innocent. Oh, Oh, yeah. So let's change her name to Stacy. Okay. Okay. Shout out to Tracy. So (laughs) Stacy, hilarious. So (laughs) Stacy was uh, very generous to a lot of the young men in the neighborhood. She was giving for all I know is uh, three dudes claim that they smashed. Oh, damn. So then the next thing I know, they was like, yo. Stacy, they letting people run bustos on Stacy, and I'm thinking to myself like, damn, wow. Stacy cold. Like, I mean, that'd be my girlfriend. I'm young, <laughs> oh, right? Oh yeah, man. And then the next thing I know, they was like, yo, Stacy and Job Corps. You <laughs> know what's up with Job Corps? And I was like, what <sighs> the fuck is Job Corps? Wait, but why they send her to Job Corps? Okay, so this is what happened. <clears throat> Stacy uh, did actually get caught fucking in the crib, damn. and Stacy's stepdad wasn't having it. Nigga said, "Bitch, you got to go." Oh, and they was like, down they kicked court? her out. They was like, they kicked her out. She going to job court. And wow. I was like, what's job court? And, you know, I grew up in the hood with a lot of foster kids. They was like, job court worse than the shit we in. <laughs> 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 I was like, damn, what the fuck is job court? Uh, it's worse than being a ward of the state, nigga. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> I was like so what's the, what's the deal? It's like, they say they going to help you get a job, but they up there fucking, <laughs> selling weed. And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what? Damn. <laughs> Hell no. And this is how I found out about what Job Corps was as a kid. Hell now, no. as an adult, this is what's so crazy. I've spoke at the Job Corps down the street, not that yeah. far from me. Yeah. Because uh, off 12th Street, it's a Job Corps. And it does have a, um, 
prison-esque feel to it. It do. Some yeah. would say. Uh, with the fences and uh, definitely. Damn. With that the, basketball court. I yes. Know, I've never seen nobody who. I wish, I wish while you was in there speaking, you looked over and you just saw Stacy sitting over there. <laughs> <laughs> you like, damn. Oh, my bus down, Tatiana. <laughs> but see, this is, this is where hearsay comes from, man. I know one, two of them was our boyfriend. And I think one became our boyfriend because she heard because he heard that she was fucking. But dude, that, you know, back in the day, that still make you kind of loose though. Just because a nigga give, just because a nigga give you a title, then he trying to fuck. That don't mean you more righteous because you was like, all right, that was my boyfriend. No, uh, he just said that because he wanted to fuck you. You know that, Carl. In her defense, you remember back in the day, the whole you hear she fucking, and that, like I say, probably like sixth to ninth grade, that changed the whole perspective. Oh yeah. It was a white girl that they did like that. That was the first girl I ever heard rumors about. Her name was Michelle. Hopefully she, she don't go listen to the podcast. She was the first thick white bitch I ever seen in my life, early in life. And they was talking about her and this one bitch named Devon who had some big ass titties in the sixth grade. <laughs> talking about how they 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 fingered themselves with hot dogs, frozen hot dogs. What? Now as a kid, as a grown nigga, I know it's like y'all just said some shit to say some shit. Them hoes was probably wild and probably getting fingered, but niggas turned the story like. Into some other shit. Right, right. So, I mean, that was back crazy. in the day, yeah, those stories, yeah, middle Legendary. school stories, yeah, all of that shit would be. No, to I used to jack off to both of them stories that I got home. <laughs> <laughs> First time I jacked off was to them. Shout out to them young ladies. Ah. Yeah, middle, middle school stories was all like urban legend, like a motherfucker. That's all it was. Nothing really happened, man. Because I swear, yeah. when I was in seventh grade, I thought everybody was getting pussy but me. I felt like I the whole man. world. Man. Everybody in society, I'm like, damn, why can't I, feel. I get some pussy? I remember, I remember we had band, like I was in band class, and I remember mm-hmm. like we had a substitute teacher one day, and in the band room where all the equipment was, like, nigga, that was like our little clubhouse and shit, so yeah. was in there. I'm the lame nigga outside, just, you know, I don't know, I think I was going over my music, then I'm like, where everybody at? Substitute teacher not giving a fuck, man. Everybody in the band room, like, like on some house party type shit, like, what having a good time. Uh-huh. I was like, and you just sitting out there like, I'm sitting out there laying shit, like, right, right, right. All right, it's a rest, rest here. Allegro, Allegro, Allegro. Yeah, man, but some of that shit was true though. Some of that shit was accurate. Some niggas, niggas was fucking in middle school. It was a nigga named Alvaro who supposed to titty fuck some girl and bust on her chest. I didn't know what the fuck these niggas was talking about till I got grown. Like, it's so many stories of niggas wild. It was a nigga named Rob who had like a notebook. Like a, a notebook sheet of paper front and like damn near six lines left in the back of bitches he fucked. And we was like in the seventh grade. Wow. And in reality, it's like you believe that shit. Yeah. Just because it's like you wouldn't even question the fact that Rob is lying like a motherfucker. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, nigga, ain't this many bitches here. And, uh, right. And this this the culture of Northwestern, like I say, you got to be a different type of kid. Though I love, you know, but it was a different type of environment when I went there. So I'm in radio TV class. Like this is like my first week in school. <clears throat> and the teacher go over to the editing suite, which is behind the wall. So it's like me and like a couple of the dudes in the class. Uh-huh. Two of the dudes pull out razors, right? And then them niggas was like, What? Let's talk about how, who cut up the best rock. What? I'm like, is these niggas <laughs> actually sitting in here comparing hey, notes about cutting up crack? Wait a minute, hold on, Carl, because you didn't go to school in the 80s. These like, niggas nigga. shaving the crack Duh. Right. in class. Duh. Nigga, that's crazy. Duh. What well, year was that? Man, I'm talking about 98, but you got to wow. think about West Warren. It was still a crack it's trap. Still, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Northwestern was weird, bro. So <laughs> This like, nigga said, who cut up the best rock? 
do. This shit is going on in class, and the teacher is like it's behind. And this this is how you know. This is what led me to like, oh, I'm Urkel at this school yeah. uh, because I'm like, let me open my goddamn book. I, I don't have any. Yeah, when no I have no that. input into this discussion of of how to shave up rock. It, it was like seven niggas having like an educated discussion about, all right, well, really, you know, when you catch the corner like this with the razor, you know what I'm saying? You wow. go on the inside. Hey, hey why like, they all sound niggas, like Ice Cube though, Carl? Dude, I'm like, these niggas wow. really have a science to cutting up rock. That's wild, bro. Wow. That's really crazy, I never, I, I couldn't have, I couldn't have got into that conversation either, bro. Yeah. I mean, it definitely committed me to uh, whatever chapter but to, but one But to survive, bro, to make it was. as far as we did, bro, you got to have a little lame in you. You got to be a little square because yeah. you can't be all the way like, nigga, like as much as niggas might look at that as a thing to be like, man, he was the wild. Think about everybody that was the wildest nigga you knew. Three of them dead. That story dead. did not end. It very rarely ended like that, but then he ended up coming around on some lame shit. Like, nigga, you can't be that live. That nigga, that real nigga, like I know a nigga named Snoop in high school, right? Nigga was like the greatest athlete we ever seen as a football player. This nigga Snoop, this, this nigga didn't have the grades at all. I remember Coach Stevens told that nigga. Purdue University said, all that nigga got to do is come here and get a D. We're going to get him in here. Dang. This nigga Snoop hit a nigga so hard in a football game, the ref said he threw a flag and had to pick it up. And he was like, what you doing? He's like, if he hit anybody that hard again, I'm going to have to call something. <laughs> Hilarious Damn. And this nigga End up going to jail Cause he snatched The Cardi's off A mailman Snatched what? the Cardi's Off a mailman Oh god wow. This nigga used to go wow. to This nigga used to go To Northland And steal hush puppies He would put them bitches on And tell a nigga If a nigga follow me out here I'm beating your ass Like that's how wild That nigga was And his story ended It's still going on Cause I think he got out But that nigga snatched The mailman's Cardi's And went to jail For a very long time And I'm talking about This nigga was one of the Best football players Guy put here He was just built for, he was built for confrontation and conflict. Right. He didn't mind hitting niggas. He didn't give a fuck. He hit niggas hard. Avondale, nigga, they played Avondale. He was so, so, so influential, nigga, in this game. They would not run to his side. Damn. At all. That nigga was a monster, bro. He was like so, Deion Sanders. Now, that nigga was an animal at the end. So what I'm telling you is you have to have a little bit of squareness in you to make it to be where we at. Bro, uh, that reminds me of, I mean, I told you this story back in the day. Uh, this shit is still like I remember it vividly to this day. Cause my homegirl got a uh, got a son that's getting bullied. Like he like in the sixth grade and shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know sometimes you got to stand on some shit. Yeah. Whatever that shit may be. But uh, <laughs> I remember this to this day. And I, I swear my homeboy stole my motherfucking jersey and shit. Mm-hmm. So um, so I wear I wear my brand new. This is like right when he signed, like when Tractor Trailer just started at Michigan. Yeah. This shit. So I, I wear my Tractor Trailer jersey and like a classic seventh grader in gym, I don't use no lock. I just throw my shit in the goddamn locker yeah. and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm talking mad shit because I don't see my jersey after we done hooping. And it's <laughs> brand new. Like this is the first time I wear it. Right? So then my homeboy, I was like, yo, man, I'm fucking up, you know, just talking mad shit. Like, I'm fucking up whoever, whoever took my shit. And my boy was like, he, he was like, yo, that nigga Martinez was in this motherfucker. Ooh, that nigga sounded like, like a monster. I was like, Martinez? They was like, yeah, nigga, Martinez. And I got third hour jump. Now, Martinez, mind you, Martinez was 16 <laughs> in middle school. In the LD class, <laughs> oh, 
He, oh. was, he was a dude like Martinez was in folk. <laughs> oh, he was. He would buy us black and miles if we wanted to smoke. <laughs> At sixteen. At sixteen. Oh, so was Martinez was, was like, it, it, shit. He might as well have been Tupac in the embodiment. Oh damn! And they was like, yeah, Martinez was in this motherfucker. I was like, oh shit! That's so this young. third hour, and you know how middle school is, <laughs> you know. So third hour, <laughs> it go to fourth hour. We got lunch fifth hour. Uh-huh. So by fourth hour. By fourth hour, it's just my class. They like, yeah, man, Martinez stole his shit. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh. He said he was going to do something, but Martinez stole his shit. <laughs> By fifth hour, all the other classes know. They, they like, damn, Martinez just going to take your shit like that? Damn. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck, man, I got to do something. So it's the, it's the end of the lunch hour, you know, like that transitional period. Yeah. And I don't know how LD was or, uh, you know, <laughs> LD was in y'all middle school or whatever. No, they, they never was like with the regular kids. Yeah, yeah. They was like up in the corner of, of the school and shit, right? It's not like with everybody else, right? <laughs> so my thought process was like, all right, so I just got to time this shit because my homeboys just got to look. I got to do something, right? So I walked in the door, I knocked LD on the door. I so long though, bro. Damn, my man. I knocked at the door. That's what we called it then. Yeah, Nowadays, yeah. what is it called? Like IEE or yeah, IED yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah, bro. Uh, it's LD for life. <laughs> so, right. so, you know, the LD teacher real nice and shit. Yeah, She's like, hi, young man. What, what are you looking for? I'm like, um, I, uh, I'm, I'm full bitch. I'm like, I, I just want to ask Martinez, did he see something? Earlier, because oh, I, I heard, mm-hmm. I, I heard he may have seen something, right? So she's like, if you need to speak to them, hold on. And then Miss Smith was like, Martinez? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else in the class ain't doing shit. Martinez ain't even look up. This nigga like lean back in his chair, right? <laughs> it looked like he ain't doing no fucking work, right? <laughs> and, he, and he just looking. Damn. And she's like. This young man has a question for you. Damn. She's like, ask him, young man. Yeah. I walk up on Martinez so fucking shook. I'm like, um, because <laughs> all I'm thinking about is like, damn, Martinez and folk, man. Yeah, nigga. I'm fuck, hearing about any retard. I'm hearing about I'm hearing about folk beatdowns and shit. Nigga, animal. Like gang any retarded. In the 90s, all we heard about folk was like, yo, if folk got beef with you, man, they gonna throw you in the garage Damn. with a pit bull and beat your ass with, with chains and shit. And you like, what? Wow. Like, that's what folk doing? <laughs> they like, yeah. Cause remember, a lot of people would act like they was folk and, and folk affiliated. And all that stuff. And, the, and the, the, one of the real ones that come around. Folks up, like, folk yo, down. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, yo, we see one of those forks, we fucking you up. Yeah. So I'm thinking to myself, oh, please. I got to do something because all my homeboys is looking. So I'm like, um, Martinez, I heard, yeah. I heard that you may have been in the gym. Did you, did you see a, um, a jersey? Like, I'm trying to say this shit so low, right? Martinez look up to me like so slowly. And he like, what, nigga? Well, hell no. <laughs> and then it's like this middle school though, so to say nigga right in front of right, the teacher I'm thinking to myself like oh shit it's, <laughs> it's like my whole stomach fell out it's shit. over with I'm like I'm 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 wrong I'm wrong Martin damn wow. <laughs> I walk away and my homeboy's like well you did step to that nigga and I let that shit ride as it much as possible is. and then one of my boys Jason was like yeah, I'm going to tell that nigga. I'm like, no. 
Let's not tell Martinez. That's what I'm about to ask. Did the story get back to him that you was going to fuck him up for taking his jersey? Yeah. Bro. And in reality, I'm guaranteed one of my homeboys from my class took that shit. But but at the time, that was the scariest shit. Wow. Let's talk about that whole ass nigga that probably took it and then set you up to go up against Martinez. Oh, man. But you know, at that age, you ain't putting two and two together. Nah, nigga. You driven by a bunch of different shit. He chose the the retarded gangbanger. Dude. In the school, man. But, but I mean, that nigga Martinez sound like a nigga who just would have came through that bitch. So right, he right, probably right. wasn't lying about that nigga being there. Triple yeah. murder right now. Triple he murder. Damn. Uh, uh, he ain't he 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 natural life. Yeah, so he changed his name though. Go see. Damn, Stacy. He ain't gonna yeah. see. Yeah. Ain't Crazy gonna thing see. about it though, the crime scene they found a tractor trailer jersey with blood on it. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> All this time, nigga, we found out the cold case. Like that nigga did that, dog. <laughs> go blue, no, go red, nigga. Damn, um, that nigga said Martinez, bro. I already know that nigga was a savage. <laughs> but straight up, <laughs> and he was a fuck. All you gotta, all you gotta do for real, like in, in early grade school fights, because it's gonna break up soon, and you just gotta hope they ain't in a game. Yeah, bro. We ain't got no more gangs, not right? <clears throat> ain't no gangs for real. Like that bloods I mean, and crips shit. But niggas ain't out here really bloods and really crips. Not, not like it. Like it's like, like seven it mile bloods. The yeah. East, East Seven Mile Bloods. I Never heard of them niggas. Yeah, East Seven Mile. Like, okay, you know that Coney Island on. Uh... Hold on, you giving too much information, brother. Okay, all right. Yeah, well, what's too check. much information? Nigga, they, seven they, they're, they're called the East Seven Mile Bloods. Nigga, they not hard to find. <laughs> ah, that's Let's put it like this: if if you on East Seven Mile, it's a couple Bloods over there, but it's not. It's not, you know, Detroit never really, I think during that era, Detroit was buying in heavy. Because I know folk, it seemed like folk was everywhere. everywhere. And that shit came, I remember that because my cousin was talking that shit, folks up, folks down. Yeah, bro. And um, yeah. nigga, that shit came from what, Chicago? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That shit just didn't pop up here. Like, nigga, that shit yeah. came up 94. And it's like, yeah. the fuck is not, y'all niggas on? I, I know, I know the, uh, it's not the attorney general. It's like the, who's the prosecutor for the state? What's, the, what's their title? Prosecutor of the state? Yeah. That, that ain't it? Is it? I don't know, but I know mm-hmm. she she had put a case. It was like a case pending against the Seven Mile Bloods. Like it was on the news. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my! I, at that point, Kim I Worthy. Did, no, 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 no. Not this, Kim this Worthy. Was like she was part of the governor, like the Attorney General. Yeah. So okay. I guess okay. I am right. Yeah, man. She like they brought charges. Like it was like sure. right when this is probably about two years ago, and yeah. it was like I was at that point. I was astonished at the fact that we had real gangs here. Like we never had that. I mean. It seemed like I mean I'm a kid, but it seemed like that folk shit was real. But no, that shit was real. Yeah, it, it seemed like yeah, because it it was certain streets, and alleys. People be like, oh, that's a folk alley. Don't don't right. But around. I but I never heard like like how in Chicago how they had like like the Blackstone Rangers and oh yeah they had yeah, GD yeah. and like all that. Like I never heard like I I've heard stories about the 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 fights that these yeah, cats gang had. culture the, the gang like. They had a uh, what was it? What is it called? They had a rumble. <laughs> like everybody you know got on, they met up. And yeah, got they in. met up and they got in. Like you know, what I'm saying they was fighting over territory. I've heard stories from cats that was in. Like yeah, man, we was in Hyde Park and then uh, we, we pulled out something. And then you know, what I'm saying they stabbed and you had to hold your own. Huh? Like damn, I've never heard that. In Detroit. What if I mean? I mean, put it like this. I feel like nigga Detroit is a culture of like we take from niggas a lot of shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'd say we copycats, but we take shit from wherever. Like, we in a weird space where we're like, all right, we take some little shit from Chicago, take a little shit from New York, and these niggas around here and do that. Like, I feel like what we are is in a, 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 a culmination of a bunch of shit. I, I get that. <clears throat> or or I, would, I, would, I would even go further to say trendsetters. Like, 
the fact that we didn't have shit here was like it wasn't the last. So you're not saying the same thing I am. If you saying they trendsetters, I'm saying we copycats. Oh no, I think I think neighborhoods. It ain't like. It ain't the same feel as gangs. Like Yusef would say, like Zone 8, you know what I'm saying? Like that neighborhood, uh, which would tie to gang culture. But some of that should be neighborhood. Like when I did go to Northwestern, I hung around a lot of Dexter kids from like Carter, Gladstone, Blaine. Them was the people that I would hang around most of the times. So it would be like one of them things where it's like, please don't let one of these little motherfuckers get into some shit with somebody from across the bridge or one of these number street kids. Yeah. Because now I'm going to be all fucked up because- now I gotta, you know, mm. you know well, what I'm saying. I think, I think that's the difference in Detroit mm-hmm. because uh, Detroit is different uh, because mm-hmm. when you when you got like bangers like like GDs and folks, they was like green and some yeah, other yeah. color. You got LA, you got the Crimson Bloods, they red and blue. Yeah, here, I, what what color did folks wear? They wore know. black and they wore uh, dark blue. I Regular nigga shit. I ain't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. I, I never knew a color that the, like. So with, with us, you don't know who they are. At least, at least with the other gangs, you could okay. He got on red. It's a good chance. Mm. With this red uh, 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 hat, mm-hmm. this this red uh, a lumberjack jacket. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just the city red though. Chucks like on. you, you know why you getting fucked up out there? Yeah. Like here, you get fucked up just for no reason, just oh, being yeah. in the wrong place at the wrong time. But the the, the neighborhood yeah. shit still play a role heavily, depending upon who's what with what. And that's where, like, you know, even even rolling out. Like, remember back in the day the when magazine? you go to, uh, no, not the not the magazine. Just rolling out, like going to like a high school party. No, Sometimes you go to like a high school party when you in high school. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, no, or like no, the little okay. club, and you be like, "Yo, this my cousin." You don't know his attitude, but he may get into some hot boy shit. He yeah. may be on some wild boy behavior. But by default, now you got to fight. Yep. That happened a lot here. I think Detroit gang never, gang culture never worked here because everywhere else it was a family thing. Like it was like nigga, this my this, this. Detroit, everybody two niggas singular. So it's like nigga, it ain't really enough niggas to be like, oh, we all a family over here, nigga. These right. like right. niggas, they do that shit for real. Niggas here was banging because that shit was cute. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Niggas it was, is it was popular. We too we too for self out this way. I feel sometimes. Oh, for that yeah. gang shit to even work. But Without I definitely think yeah, because it it's like. Mob like mentality happen when you in a crew with people and somebody go off the handle, but they with you by default, yeah. especially when you're young. Because when you're young, wild shit happen <laughs> all the time. Then getting chased by dogs, nigga. Once you grow, I ain't got chased by a dog ever. When I was a kid, somehow I would always sporadically <laughs> get chased by a dog. Like, nah, ain't no loose dogs in the world. But nigga, when I was a kid, that was a fear of mine. Right. Like, yeah. man, I just don't feel like getting chased by no dogs today. Yep. Yep. Or like you with somebody and and who you with steal some shit and you be like oh fuck but then they almost get caught so now you running because they stole stole yeah, some bro. shit yeah yeah that's 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 being mindful of the company you keep man gotta do that but though. I mean you when you when you fifteen you can't walk up to somebody like yeah. hey man is you uh you be not knowing how to steal from Target <laughs> you know what I'm saying I had a whole boy in high school man I used to hate going to the mall with this nigga dog. <laughs> hey, hey, this nigga would go into the shoe store, like a foot action, a foot locker, and he would like, he would like, like take the shoes that was on display and walk out with that bitch and go to the, another store that had the same shoe on display, but it'd be like the other foot. 
and take that. But this nigga would come to school every fucking day. That nigga wasted his time, nigga. He did, bro. But Hilarious. it was just like, but but for that nigga to get caught doing that shit, it was just like, damn, I can't hang with you, bro. Like, like nigga, that's hot for me. And like, my parents don't play that shit. They fucking me up. And then, and then this is like hearsay when you a kid. Now, this when I'm in high school a little bit after. That seven-mile Kmart, I heard people were stealing from there all the time. You talking about right there on Telegraph? No, no. The seven-mile Kmart where the Home Depot at right now off Myers. Oh, shit. Damn, that was a Kmart. Fuck. Yeah, Damn. Back in the day. Niggas was stealing out of there? Y'all niggas going all the way back in the day and yeah. super specific. Niggas in the city don't even know what y'all talking about that's listening right. to this shit. <laughs> right. Because of the age demographic. Let me ask y'all niggas something. Let me bring it back home. What was your biggest... Like, whew, moment, like, damn, I'm glad I, I, I missed that bullet of this decade. Like, the moment you was like, what the fuck? I'm glad that didn't happen. That could have fucked everything. I know, man. I, I, was, I was 16. <gasps> and, uh, 16? Nigga, this decade? <laughs> I'm talking about from 2000. Oh, from 2000. I just heard, I heard Yeah, 10 to now. Nigga, this nigga's from when I was 16. I'm like, nigga, you 40. How the fuck are you 16? Like, yeah, like at this decade, nigga, from 2010 to 2020, what was your, like, damn, like one thing you can think about, like, it could have been a couple things, but that big thing, you was like, man, I'm fucking glad that didn't happen. Ooh, that's a good question. Mine was, just to give you niggas a moment, was when for a whole year, I thought this girl was pregnant with my kid. It was a girl. It was my ex, but we had broke up. And for a whole year, nigga, I just thought this was my baby. And I was finna move to L.A. again. I remember that. Yeah, I ain't gonna do it like that because she good people. No, no, yeah, yeah. But I just didn't want to have a baby with her. And nigga, I remember like, oh my God, I used to pray every night like, God, please. And imagine having a girlfriend too. Like, like nigga, I've been lying for a long time. I lied this whole decade. I'm not lying no more in 2020. <laughs> nigga, now that I think about it, imagine laying next to somebody, living with somebody and being like, I'm gonna have to tell her, like, constantly looking at my phone. <laughs> like, when am I gonna get the text to be like, she, she would text me, like, on and off, like, yeah, I went to the baby's thing, the baby's three months now. Oh. Like, not three months, but like, I'm three months pregnant and I was just oh, keeping me track. And I'm not really touching bases with her because I'm like, all right, I mean, cool. Still in my head, hoping this ain't my baby, but laying next to my girl every night, like, man. <clears throat> and being in love, being like, eventually I'm gonna tell this girl, like, I waited till the very last moment, nigga. Like, basically, nigga, a girl hit me up and was like, uh, <clears throat> she's like, it's between you and this other guy, and we having a test. I'm having a test done today, so you can come back and get the swab. So I pull up to the crib, nigga. My chest is just fucking jumping. And then right before I walk up on the porch, I text like I'm outside. She's like, oh, he here too. I'm like, damn, bitch, let a nigga know the ops in here. You know what I'm saying? Right. Don't just leave me hanging. Then I walked in, nigga, I looked at the baby. I saw that nigga, I was like, man, you wasted your money, but all right. <laughs> Sat down, got that good swab. He got that swab. I was like, make sure you don't get them mixed up. That's my folder there. Right. That's his. And then kind of found out, nigga, it wasn't mad. It was his, nigga. And it was just like a weight lifted on my chest. And then I told my girl, like, <laughs> thinking like, <laughs> that was <honorable. gasps> I, that's what I thought. <laughs> Wait, let me say. Let that me was honorable. Go ahead, Cart. <laughs> And I mean, that was me. honorable, but sometimes, you know, when you caught up in so much wild boy behavior, it be some honorable shit that is honorable for, for, for the behavior itself, but society don't deem it like that. But this is my thing, Corey. I'm thinking this is a relationship. This is a new new leaf I'm turning over. I'm thinking it's better you find out from me than somebody else. Yeah. Like, who knows, who knows, who knows? 
it, who knows who knows who and be like, oh, well, you know, Josh, for a minute, they thought such was his baby. And then she looking at me like, well, nigga, what? And then it wasn't like I told you because I cheated on you had the baby. This happened before me. You got the kicking it for real. Man, I'm talking about I told her this and I had a show that night. I, and she came and acted a whole ass. And I was like, I'm never being honest with these motherfuckers again, bro. Nah, because I, I could have kept that to myself. And I thought I was not trying to get brownie points, but I'm trying to build with you. Like, that's something I could have took to my grave. But you got to remember, a lot of times people's reactions are emotional, not logical. You speaking logic, not emotions. That was fucked up, Kari, because I thought I was doing a good thing. Wait a minute. So, so wait. Don't say no she, names. No, no, no. I ain't gonna oh, say all right, because these cool people. Yeah. I got love for her. She was pregnant. Before you hooked up with your girl, put it like this. This is what happened. That's why, like she, she can't be upset. <clears throat> yeah, she can because for one why? reason, for one reason, I was cheating on her with the other girl. Okay, the other girl didn't know. Nobody knew. Yeah. It was some overlap, overlap for sure, nigga. It was a great area in there. Okay, that's what I. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> but in reality, we was on our way out. We was on our outs. Me and old girl. So. I ain't talked to her for a while, but I would go back over and fuck her once in a while just because it's like, nigga, I want that pussy. You know what I'm saying? Right. And nigga, she just hit me up one day and was like, well, I just want to let you know because I know Ryan followed me on Facebook. And it was weird. Like, what that got to do with anything? She's like, I'm pregnant. And I was like, what? She said, I just didn't want you to trip and be mad or whatever. And I was like, all right. <laughs> Yo, why do women present information in such weird-ass ways yeah, when it be shit like that? Like, <laughs> they present the information from like a... Like where they coming at you with like another form Some of logic, logic and yep. shit. It ain't, ain't. Like it ain't even logic logic. It's like, you know, before just before Terry, Ron starts tripping. I know y'all ain't cool. Ron is not finna hit me up like, with some shit about nothing. Out, you being pregnant is way more important than Ron telling me any goddamn thing. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But in her mind, it's like he got the information. And that was her way of telling yes, me. Telling you. That she's pregnant and then <clears throat> saying that it could be mine. But I think she knew it wasn't mine all the time. She just hoped it was. Cause the nigga that she was getting, she got pregnant by, she didn't want to pay with a nigga. He was a nigga around prior to me and he had been trying to get her pregnant. She was like, this nigga was steady trying to come at me and make me pregnant. Woo woo. And the story is way more tragic than that. I'm not gonna put that out there. Cause like I said, I got mad love for her and I wouldn't do her like that. But uh, that was my moment, nigga, of uh, this decade. Nigga, I think that was 2000. Uh, whenever I went to Ski Weekend. I met her, it was like 2017-ish, 2016-ish. Yeah, yeah. So that was my other week. I mean, it might have been another one, but that was the one I was like, God. Damn. Damn, brother. Yeah, I think uh, 2012, <sighs> I was I was like there with proposal. Like, damn near about to buy a ring. Oh. Wrong, uh, wrong selection. Probably more still so for me. I still think like a lot of times like the woman is projecting energy you give. And just too idealistic, man. I was too young, man. I didn't understand the dynamics. She played a hell of a role in our family. Her family dealt with a lot of chaos. And I didn't know how to handle a lot of that family chaos. I felt like I was addressing problems. But in a lot of ways, I was making that shit worse. And ain't nothing worse than when you with a woman and her family look at you like you the reason why she don't fuck with us no more. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, so... I did not know how to deal with that. And then I also didn't know how to deal with the fact that, like, like on one hand, it was overwhelming because her family would overwhelm her. And I was dealing with depressed her, angry her, sad her. So I was like, all right, let me deal with some of this family shit so you don't got to deal with this. Yeah. But when people 
from dysfunction and chaos, it's almost like no matter what you do, you know what I'm saying? It's like playing Uno and shit. You put down the draw two and they got to draw for a while. And you'd yep. be like, God damn, you just, I didn't even expect this type of chaos. I, I don't even know how to respond to this type of chaos. It's it, a curse though. It's something you can't do nothing about. It's scary though. And some families just function in a form of dysfunction and chaos. And it worked for them. so normal that it just, you almost like, and then you, you know what I'm saying? I looked at the other dudes that was dating into the family yeah. where they almost just like got cognitive dissonance, like like the dudes and get out and shit. Like they don't even see all this chaotic shit. They just and it's like to that's it. how some dudes can be. Same thing with I'm old girl. One of them. Same thing with old girl. Like her family was very toxic. And it was like she was super overwhelmed and they grew up fucked up and dealt with rape and drugs in the family. And then she went off to college and made real money and was yeah. like the LeBron. Like she made real money and they would always be leaning on her. And I was like, it sounds like, like the same situation. Same and I was scared to have a baby with this person because I'm like, I'm finna move or whatever I'm finna do. But I'm like, then this child is gonna this their family. Be in the chaos. Be right in it. And you can't, you know, and then you walking up and being like, yo, yo, mama can't be smoking cigarettes around my kid. It's like, I've been smoking cigarettes around babies for 35 years. Who the fuck is this nigga? <laughs> exactly. And it's like, hey, why am I even arguing with this type of shit? Yo, that <laughs> like, shit ain't gonna hurt her. Arguing yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, why, why do I even have to? It's like, this nigga think he too good. Fuck this nigga. Uh, <laughs> and then you be damn. like, oh, this uh, nigga's a doctor now. <laughs> dude, I'm that telling you. So yeah. that may have been the biggest. Um, but uh, other other things along the way, it'd be that same, it'd be that same wheel sometimes with interacting, especially dating, because I think in dating, <clears throat> I'm more vulnerable than even in business or even personal friendships. Like, with homeboys, it's like, homeboy do some crazy shit. It's like, eh, it is what it is. He'll holler back at me and he'll get out the chaos. But with dating, it's almost like when I, in the 2010 to 2000, and not as much this year now, but I had more uh, more simp bones in my body, yeah. more sympathy, more understanding, more like, all right, how do we function better? How do you get out of depression? Because I was really seeing more and more of the depressed emotional state of a lot of women and understanding a whole lot more of that. And uh-huh. that energy be, that's juju that is it, it, weird because like on one hand, she'll put on a perfect face for her friends, for her family. And almost like when you are a man, sometimes you have to be her anchor where she can cry, where mm-hmm. she can be less than perfect. <laughs> Mm. And I wasn't ready to be that shit in 2010 to 2019. That's real. That's real. You fit going out, Jay, or we can keep going until you uh, come back to someone? No, I remember uh, 2011, bro. Oh, uh, fresh into the year. Yeah, the fresh into the decade, bro. Uh, I was working at this restaurant, and uh, I linked up with the general manager. Uh-huh. Hilarious. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Everything was good. And... Until she was like, I'm about to leave my husband for you. And I'm like, oh, no, don't do that because this is just fun for me. You know what I'm saying? But it, it was trying to figure out how to tell her this. So, like, she had told him uh, the situation at hand. She was like, well, this isn't working out. I'm talking about, man. Hey, look, this is what made me feel so bad. Married like 21 years. And, they have been? Yeah. So, man. I'm assuming you a young nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the most yeah. part. And she older. Yeah, she way older. Yeah, yeah. So, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Kids there. I was like, damn, I'm about wow. to fuck up this whole home. Yeah. And, and the nigga just was adamant about, I want to meet him. <laughs> like, wow. I want to meet him. 
And it was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm talking about to the point where she's she going to kill both of y'all. Right. That's what I felt. Like, we, she at the crib and she on the phone with me. Like, he tripping. He going crazy. And all I hear him in the background, I want to meet him. I want to meet him. And let me say, she like, calm down, Martinez, please. (laughs) Calm down. (laughs) Folks up. Let me say this. As being the maintenance man or the other guy from uh, women when they breaking up and ending situations and shit, it be a bad situation because on one hand, it's this go back to like I say, it's the emotion. Because sometimes the woman's emotion is he don't give a fuck about me, he don't care no more. And you be like, yo, you getting sloppy with this shit. Because you may think he don't care about you, but he will whoop your motherfucking ass. Because pride is everything. Once a nigga pride hurt, he'll do some yeah. wild shit. Yeah. But they be thinking, he don't care no he more. Care. He don't, he don't do what he used to do. Yeah. You know, they'll fuck around, be in their bed, and he'll be right there. And it's right like, there. what the fuck is you doing? Because oh, even game. even oh, her calling you with him in the background is out of pocket. Out of, <laughs> out of, I'm sitting here like, all I'm thinking is about, I'm having fun and she bought me a pair of Tim's. Like, yeah, at that age. Nigga, JBL got right, them Tim's on right now. Right. <laughs> Hilarious. Nigga, that shit was wild. So I'm sitting there like, uh, I mean, we really don't need to meet. Um, for what? If that nigga going to be around my kids, I want to meet him. Like she was telling me this uh, shit. I'm like, I really don't plan on being around y'all. Like, but I was trying to tell her to the to the fact where it was like, like, this ain't going to last. This, yeah, you this, was trying to temper that. Yeah, this this don't do that. But yeah. this the emotion thing. But did you too. give her that though? What? No, hell no. You had to like, give her some type of like vibe to be like, this could be wait, something more. I can say this though. Like, sometimes <laughs> the fantasy that she living in, and this for any dudes listening, uh-huh. this is Kari Fraser belief. The fantasy she living in when you meet her, that's why I think it's best if a woman's into you, it's best when she's right into you. Because she in the fantasy right. world. Right. And when she in the fantasy world, it's almost like she filling in the script without you even doing shit. Like, in her mind, you missed her everything. Yeah, yeah. So what you saying is her fantasy, your the fantasy y'all got is better than the reality she in, so she going to play the role. Yeah, always so, yes. you know what I'm saying? So, so, so we, we, we at her mom's bar. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm... Kid, we hanging you out. You hanging out with the bitch. I'm hanging time. out. You spending real time. No, not real time. <laughs> you did. You hanging no, out no, at yeah, her mom's right. bar, right. a home. Yeah, yeah, true. You know what I'm saying? But at his age, you got to think yeah. about it. Yeah, you get invited at his age. Wait, 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 wait. What was that? How old was you in 2011? I was like 30. No, bro. I wasn't. Come on, nigga. We know better at 30, Jack. Come on. No, no, Yeah, we do. If you was 26, 27, nigga. No, you 31. And do you know better now? No. Thank you. But I'm a terrible nigga. I'm a terrible nigga. I didn't know, dog. I didn't know, dog. I'm young. I'm single. I'm like, I'm about to have a good time. I don't give a fuck. Well, that is probably his attitude. And this is the fantasy she filling in. My man don't ever do this. He never do nothing like this. He don't like to have fun no more. And he was a punk. Like, he was like, she would tell this nigga some shit and he would do it. Like she would run him over? No, nigga. Like, I'm, I'm... I'm like, man, fuck out of here. I wish you would say, like... Shut I, up, bitch. Buy me some Tim's. Bro. <laughs> I mean, not to that extent. Yeah, but, but you was a man. I mean, a man, yeah. you just didn't... Yeah, she can get off on you Yeah, because like she tried to say something one time. I was like, man, I'm not that nigga, please. I, you hey, shouldn't have did him like that, though. You should have hey. just like, hey, don't, look, I ain't so kind, we, you don't we, do me we like that. He had her mama bar. He keeps saying nigga, that. He had Teresa's. Nigga show up. Oh. Hey, bro. I'm talking about... Oh, wait. And he's not a little nigga. Like, I'm, this is going to be real. And I felt that shit. I like, I felt it. Like, the nigga walked in and didn't even come over where we were at. 
Wow. He was just there, and it was like on some inner corner at a table type shit, and it was just like- So she like, had, had she left him by this time? Yes. Yeah, so it's like Tell oh, you shit. know better. I nigga in my mind, I was like, it's about to go down, but I ain't got no pistol on me. I don't I don't, ain't nobody searched this nigga because they know him. It's his it's his, it's his mother in law. It's club. his mother in law. So so the fuck ass security called that nigga. That's what happened. Wow. Like, yeah, nigga, yeah, she up here with this nigga, yo, nigga, yeah. You was loose. Booty. I was loose, dog. I was and I'm not But see that you not that's not putting two and two together. I'm but, not hanging out at her mama bar. Yeah, not nah, that's not, you know what I'm saying, being constant shit. So But y'all was drinking free and all that shit. All that shit, nigga. Damn. All that shit, nigga. I'm talking about top shelf, nigga. I get it. No bullshit. I get it. At that Moms point. loved me. Cause she hated this nigga because he was a simp. She but like you me. gotta think, you gotta think. Also, as much as the fantasy is in their mind, the yeah. nightmare is in their mind too. So like a woman can paint the picture of a dude to not be shit. Uh-huh. Oh, bro, so, and, yeah, then, she, and, and that's what she was fucking trying to do. Cause I'm, I see the nigga <laughs> walk in, and I'm like, oh shit, yo, uh, your man's here. And then instead of her being like, oh, some, the next line kind of had me like, no, nah, fuck that. She was like, yeah, but he ain't gonna do nothing, bitch. But wait a minute, where the fuck did that come from? Bitch, that don't mean nothing over it here. It don't mean nothing. And a nigga that's scoring, about, that's the last nigga you want to play with. I I heard this nigga crying on the phone, bro. Damn. I heard this nigga crying in the background, so I knew he heard. So I'm like, oh, fuck. It's about to go down. I don't know what this nigga got on. And and, and that whew moment was when my niggas walked in. And that, like, my homeboy, that's that's the, he, he the Martinez of the group, nigga. Like, that nigga <laughs> walked in, and it was like, I felt like Tupac when you seen your homeboys running up. Like, oh, hell yeah. But then, the nigga was like, Oh, girl was like, yeah, I'm glad y'all hearing that. He he tripping this and I'm like, chill out. They don't need to know. Because they ain't really know the situation. They just yeah. know. They pulling know. up, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So she was like, yeah, my ex-husband over there. I'm like, nigga, they still married. <laughs> like, let's not do this shit. And he was like, and that, my, my homeboy, I can't even go into his name. But that nigga was like, oh, he fucking with y'all? Like, this nigga ain't this shit. At that point, I was like, she's trouble. But She's trouble. She was. I mean, she's trouble. And she the, probably started the, fucking that nigga, who, your boy, who was hey, really I, on point. Nigga, I, I, She's I, like, I, I want to suck that nigga dick. Bad, he was bro. ready to go. Yeah. He was ready to go. Yeah. On some real shit, though, like I say, the the, the fantasy and the nightmare, they, it's still so based on like their interpretation. Yeah. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. So, Cart, what happened with you and no girl? So, okay, obviously, Jay, you stopped fucking with her shortly after that. I did. I did. Like what happened to you and no girl? Uh, was real close to proposal. We was talking about it and everything. Uh-huh. So... <clears throat> So leading up to it, she was like, I'm going to get a new job. I think I want to live someplace else. And I'm like, this is going to be a hard long distance shit. We tried to do the long distance shit. On the comeback, more tragedy strike, man. Like the chaos, the chaos kept going. And, and her family at that point really didn't fuck with me. Okay. Because her family <clears throat> felt like, well, she's out of town. She's supposed to spend time with us, not spend time with you. I'm like, I can't take this shit no more. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? It was just overwhelming. So we both parted ways, but I still don't think I left on like a, I don't think I left on a, a like looking back at it, I definitely would approach it a whole lot differently now, but I just didn't know how to deal with that shit. Yeah. I was like, um, you know, when, let's see, because how do I, how do I go into the story? Um, when she took her job out of town. She came back around the Christmas season. And I was like, yo, spend Christmas, because my birthday around Christmas. I'm like, spend my birthday with me and then spend, Chris- then spend Christmas Eve with me and then spend Christmas with your family. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> that was my thought process. 
Christmas Eve, her, one of her nephews died of SIDS. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Wow. And with it, I feel that a lot of like what her little sister was saying was like, yo, if you was here because you really knew how to rap babies and stuff like that. Come on, now. Come on, Yeah. Man. So I started that. looking like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? I ain't have, you know, the fourth quarter is always hard. So I gave some money towards the service and everything. But it still was like one of those things where like at the service... Nothing's worse than being at a funeral where everybody in the family looking at you like, look You're at this reason. motherfucker. Yeah. Reason. Yep. Wow. Reason why. You know, so that shit was overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So upon leaving, we was trying to keep it together. And then just all the writings was on the wall. You know what I'm saying? She pulled the trigger first. She blamed but, you? Yeah. And I was like, oh. I was like, yeah, this, this fitting. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to smash one more time. Didn't get to smash again. Wow. But, uh, I mean, the writings was on the wall anyway. Like, you know, as dope as she was, as dope as I thought that uh, that I thought, like, we could have been together. Man, families get married, man. Families married? really get married. You married to the family. And really, the, uh, the boundaries in which you set. Because everybody, I mean, shit, my family be... It'd be crazy shit with my family. But it's like how you set those boundaries yeah. and what those boundaries are, you got to But everybody got a level of dysfunction. And yeah. some people shit just All turned day. up. All day. But some I, people turned that, up. That marrying family shit is real. <laughs> like, like, I'm married. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I love my wife's family. You okay. You know what I'm saying? Like that. And, they, and they are real as shit. They, like, they don't pull punches. They don't bite their tongues. They say how they fucking feel. From the pastor of the family to the thug of the family, they but they fucks with me because of how they saw how I treat my wife and the, the happiness that she had. But had it been any other thing besides that, because she was in a relationship prior to that where they didn't like the nigga, yeah, and it was just like man, fuck, and he had yelled at her at, at an event or something, and it was like, no, nah, we we don't do that shit. They was about to fuck that nigga up. Mm-hmm. Little did he know, but like, and still to this day, he better be careful. But like. It's just crazy how you have to, you have to see the family before you. Re- if this shit gonna work, you gotta see that shit. Yeah. And if they on some trying to hide it, and I don't really fuck with my family, that's gotta be a big ass red flag. Like, why not? Because eventually you are gonna see these motherfuckers, man. Yeah. Eventually you gonna have to be around them. So it's man, that's very important. And, no, you right. Uh, I definitely, you know, that whole isolation shit. Yeah. Um, for any woman listening, yeah, dudes, this like trying to isolate you. Yeah. You know, yeah, uh, trying to pull you away from your family. No, that ain't cool. Don't really fuck with you like that. They they don't love you. They only want to use you and shit. And this nigga is setting up. That's the, the that's the overlay for the underplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Niggas definitely try to do that because he can control of you like that, and yeah, then he can control you. Ain't nobody to shout out to you. You know, alienated your whole family. Now you stuck back. with this nigga right here. And you are, and he's all you got, and yeah. that ain't the best nigga for you. So, what was the best pussy you had this decade, J. Bell? <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Well, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to refer this question to Kari. Uh, nah, Larry, you better say wife. You. <laughs> Can't nobody uh, ask. Because y'all have been together damn near most of this, right? Uh, 2013, man. That's crazy. We got together May 9th, bro. Yeah. yeah. yeah That's crazy. That shit. Yeah, I won't either because you always talk about it. I, Larry. <laughs> okay, okay. Now, best. See, because it's weird. I ain't going to do that because it's too fresh. See, it's weird because ah. when you say best, like, and women always ask that shit. Like, women be like, what you think of my pussy? What you think of my pussy? So, it's like, you got the actual I've never been physical feeling of pussy. 
And then you got like women that can fuck, but I'm still like, like I like plotted porno. Like the scenario leading up <laughs> to me getting some pussy, I think that shit turned me on. Like if I got a jack off with just memory, that turned me on more than sometimes like just the physical. Not like if the I'm with a woman for a long time, that's when it's like, okay, this is like if I'm with her for a, like if we've been fucking for for a long time, like consecutively. Like if I'm fucking a woman more than, you know, 15 times and I'm still rocked up every time I see her, that means, yeah, that's some good physical. <coughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I mean, usually it's the scenario that I turn on more. But I mean, we can't really go into detail for real, for real. I ain't gonna go crazy. I just threw it out there because this is what we do on this show. Kari kind of gave y'all a little synopsis of what it is. Yeah, yeah. But I got some shit in my head, but I ain't finna say nothing. But them scenarios, <coughs> like, I think women always think that men supposed to take the lead, take the charge and shit. You know who you is. when, like, like, a dude gonna take it when a woman just come in your room and get naked. But it's like, damn, let's have some type of build up, something. I never had no girl do nothing. What, 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 what? I take that back. I have. Do what? Like you I said, just come over and be butt ass naked and jump on. But I have had. Oh that. yeah. But there's liquor involved. I mean, you know, women just be off the chain. But you kind of want a, a bitch to come in here and want you off the strength that you in there with all that dick in the room. You know what I'm saying? Man. You want her coming like I'm so turned on by this nigga. It's like I'm drunk and it's the dick I'm fucking tonight. <laughs> but but and this this is definitely gonna break a lot of women's hearts. Best scenarios usually be that first time. So it's like when I think about like best times, it's usually the first time I hook up with a chick. It's rare that you thinking like time three hundred and sixty nine with my uh, one girl. That shit was amazing. Like you, usually it's always like, damn, I didn't expect to get like nothing's better than when you get, unexpected pussy is amazing. The first and last piece, unexpected. Like mm-hmm. when you don't, when you really don't expect it, you be like, damn, I'm about to go down. that is the best. You're right. It's just about that damn, it's that 50-50 pussy. It's like, it could happen, it probably might not. <laughs> when you yeah. know it's about to go down, it feel more like, I mean, you're going to take it, but it's like, you know. You're never going to deny it, right? All right, I then put it like this. Wildest place y'all niggas ever had sex this decade. Mine was, oh. mine was at a park, just outside, fucking, 4th of July. To me, it was wild. Like, you know what I'm saying? Fucking out in the wild. You know what I'm saying? That was about the wildest shit that I've ever done. Barefoot. I'm I'm, I'm old now, man. I don't... Uh, you don't partake in those kind of things no more, my nigga? I almost need a bed, generally, to get down. In front of a bando. Did in front of a bando, too. Uh, I got to think on that. J-Bill? Probably two places. Wow, well, man, I won't be too wild. I forgot you've been married. That's no, all no, that no, no. Like 2010, 2011 type shit. When I was nah, married. nigga, stop preferencing that shit. Nigga, you was wild. Sorry, I'm just playing. Go ahead. Oh, no, nah, <laughs> nigga, I, I give you decades, man. But uh, probably, uh, <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> uh, Over there by, um, y'all know the lighthouse downtown? <laughs> <laughs> that was just a funny play. That's a funny landmark. You know the lighthouse over there? The lighthouse downtown, the only one that don't work. Now. You know that IHOP over there right on Woodward? Stupid, that bitch low. Uh, uh, then a uh, uh, children's hospital in the unisex bathroom. She was wild. Wow, that's yeah, pretty bro. wild. Unisex bathroom. I guess because it's unisex, it ain't as wild as it could be because anybody nah, can be in it. Anybody can be in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it'd it have been one, if y'all to yeah, pick one, it'd be like. But this. when niggas had to use that bathroom, you could tell the work niggas was mad. 
Because yeah. that's their shit bathroom. Yeah, like, man, we shit here. Goddamn, somebody <sighs> feeling this bitch. This ain't for like, fucking. Yeah. Strip club. Strip club. Damn. But, Straight up? Yeah, me, my homegirl, I ain't expect. I mean, it was bad trajectory. It was more like spontaneous. Let's see what we can do. You know what I'm saying? I was, this was, I was trying to like foreshadow like, we need Wait, to crack what, off a three-way. No. Oh, okay. I'm like, we need to crack off a three-way. We need to crack off a three-way. So what's a, what's a launch pad to this three-way? So strip club. Yeah, that's what that's what I was thinking. That's what, that was not the launch pad. Damn. But I mean, it got it popping though. You and baby girl got out, but y'all was gonna get out anyway, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. But they already it, got. It, the it was. Show. It wasn't like a full band. You, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't. I didn't come to completion or nothing. It was just like a. We in this business. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, we get 17, 18 strokes in this bitch. Yeah, smooth ones. I was trying to smash in uh, one of them booths in the in the. Club Fridays one time, it, it it ain't work out right. Yeah, nigga, no, nah, that's a restaurant, nigga. Yeah, in a restaurant. Right. Yeah, I was trying to. Ah, you must have been up in the balcony. Nigga. Yeah, yeah, I was ah, in the balcony. Funny. I was trying. It, it ain't. That's funny. I'm really working in that. Bitch. It ain't work. Nigga, Jay Bill worked everywhere in Southfield. Yeah, I had a lot of jobs in Southfield, bro, all day. Was you Star, Club Fridays Best before? Buy. Was Club Fridays? I was during that time. I was there. Wasn't oh. that when you and uh was Black Radio when you was there? Yeah, he was there. Yeah, yeah, they was on trying to come here thinking. Wild as hell. Max Nerman's out there, man. Let me think. What else popped off this this decade? My memory is so shot because of this liquor. I mean, let's see. 10, I mean, this was the decade of Obama. That's what I think most people. Both my daughters were born in this decade. Obama. 2010 and 2019. What else is memory of this decade? This is the year of Obama. Obama, he got in 08. So I guess this would have been a decade of Obama. So this is like his yeah. second term he got in because he was done. Was that the second or the first? Well, no. Nah, it was half of the first. 08 to 12. So he was there in half 10, 11, 12. Yeah. And then his second term, 13, 14, 15, 16. So majority yeah. of his brother. That just is I, – I, I literally feel bad that I didn't pay more attention to Obama. What you it, mean? Because in 08 when he got elected, it was like, yeah, first black president – I was good with that. I didn't give a fuck what his policies was. What he, st- I didn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. I was just like, we got a black president, bitches. Yeah. And then after that, it was just like I really like felt bad. I wasn't listening to it in any of his speeches, and they was giving this nigga hell. Yeah, I think. What else in sports world? This was the decade of LeBron James. Yeah, I guess Pittsburgh won 2010, so I was geeked, and the Lakers won 2010, so that was a great year for me. So. I don't know if it was. Yeah, it was, no, they it they named it, they named that the uh, athlete of the decade. I mean, he got to be male, and then Serena Williams was the female. Wow, they they was like when you think about anything, their names yeah, come yeah, up. They, they, they this one. is definitely the decade of Instagram. Instagram has changed Yo. culture. Would it be Instagram or Facebook? Instagram, Instagram. but Facebook bought Facebook Instagram. Facebook was more before. It was before. But Facebook bought Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Facebook. So it's almost like Facebook kind of there anyway. Like yeah, they, well, Facebook by only default, bought Instagram but. because it got hot. Well, I mean, it makes sense, but that's just that's what you do in business. You you yeah. see what the next competitor doing, and you buy them in. Snapchat, they did the same thing. Snapchat didn't want to come, and they trying to they trying to take Snapchat out of the game. Really? Yeah. I remember like Twitter ain't what it was. Like I Twitter is the shit still. Yeah, not like how it was. Bro, it's still the shit. Twitter really? is still good. It's just niggas is like you can do everything you do on them other sites, but Twitter is still about like thought provoking motherfuckers having shit to say. Right. And I'm mad that I'm like, man, I used to be good at Twitter. Now I kind of want to get back good at it. Yeah. Twitter is still fun. Social media is so much like it's it's so much on just. What was your Twitter name, Jay? Uh, J Bell Comedy. Oh, yeah. what was yours, Car? I want to say Detroit is different. Oh yeah, okay. It's yeah, Twitter's still shit. You go back on there for real. But oh, yeah. uh, 
the I think the so you say them the this, biggest them the biggest things that I can think. So of. So I guess this is the era like this decade was dominated by social media. Well, I mean, it was already kind of heading that direction, but definitely because I had to if I had to talk to ET about what happened in this decade, I'd be like Obama, Instagram, yeah. Kim Kardashian. I think I think LeBron the fashion, James. the fashion in this decade, like. Hit like skinny jeans wasn't relevant early two thousands and stuff like that from from two thousand two thousand ten ten you really wasn't seeing it like that now yeah I guess it is that, that now is, even when the jogging pants changed to skinny I was like God damn yeah I got a pair of them bitches yeah, couple pair they tight at the ankles yeah, that yeah. shit's wild you know what I mean it's more tapered now I mean well yeah. I will refer we need Dez on this goddamn show on this topic yeah Dez definitely no fashion yeah. but um, I don't know that shit. I mean, I guess, and I mean, I think this is more the era like where hip hop is starting to go in the same direction, or has the same trajectory now is rock and roll to where Jay Z or well, were you where you're an older artist and you're no longer you no longer are you lame because you oh it's like no nigga you still fill arenas up and you can still go out like yeah like nigga you gonna look up and Ice Cube gonna be able to, you know he's still doing that with the legends and shit but I mean. I think it ain't gonna be to the place where you need to get a thousand, like get a bunch of your favorite old artists together and pack a small little, not a small, the fox is big, but you will be able to independently go and tour and be like, damn, such and such is coming. Or, you know, like Kendrick and all them niggas are gonna be, when they get bigger and older, they gonna be the rock stars, like I, Bone Bono and I all them niggas. I don't know. I definitely, I, I don't know. I mean, in that rock star era, um, I mean, I guess this is, you know, the 10s is the era of Kevin Hart. Um, when you think of that rock star comedy shit, um, mm-hmm. and what it represents, I haven't seen his documentary, but I know I watched talking it. about that. Dope. You know, dope. you watch it. Yeah, you watch it. I watched like the first episode and then like half of the second. Yeah, I saw him talking about like when he cheated on his wife. Oh yeah, that comes out. That's that's like that was like the. the uh, I assume that's like the premise of yeah. That was during that Usher shit for uh, Labor Day. Yeah, man. The worst part of getting caught cheating, bro, is that your girl always be like. And the crazy thing about it, we was just talking about cheating. Because it's like, you talking to your girl about cheating, and then she find out you was cheating. She like, nigga, while we was having a conversation about cheating, you was proactively cheating, nigga. And you feel like a goof-ass ball, like, damn, yeah. The thing about Kevin Hart, though, I think that made it a little worse, was leading up to that trajectory, he was like Mr. You know, like the character he was portraying was definitely the perfect you know, father, like perfect type husband. of wood shit. Yeah, yeah. But every nigga like that get caught up, like Kobe Bryant. But I, you know what? I never really saw that in Kobe. I, I did. Know. Kobe was the golden boy, bro. He was really? trying. The to. niggas, he was bilingual. That's what they was pushing on him. He was in Sprite commercials. Oh, you he was talking about like, I'm, I'm talking about like on a relationship aspect. Like nigga, it was Kobe was married and he was married with kids. I don't know how many kids he had, but Kobe was the. I remember Iverson said it. He was like Kobe was their golden boy. They was looking at me like I ain't shit. Nah, nah look. He ain't really say nothing. He like, nah, look. Fucking bitches up their ass in Denver. Ah. Uh, you know Iverson was doing that, but we didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I, Iverson was like, and low-key, Iverson might not have been doing that, but Iverson put his bitch out naked. But my thing is, when he say he didn't do that, but it's like, anybody trying to play that role of squeaky clean, nigga, you always get exposed, bro. You got to have some dirt on you. If you, That's what make you... Damn near invincible, not invincible, but like, in, invis- not invincible because you can be touched, but it's like you can't really throw more dirt on me if it's already something on me. Whereas in, in that world, though, I think if if that's the case, another Philadelphian done did a great job with it. I mean, one we thought was perfect, 
but he obviously Will? dealing with Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. What happened Will? No, I'm, I'm saying, saying like Bill he, Cosby, he? Quick, he, he squeaky clean, like you know, like and I can't think of one scandal with Will Smith. Um sexuality, that's about it. Well, I mean, no, didn't he get caught up in something? I feel like he had some type of uh, they had something going on about the, them two having an open marriage and like that shit. But like, I feel like that nigga still got something but, going but, on. He, but, had, he had a scandal somewhere. What that nigga Kevin Hart said that was so like powerful as far as like what happened with why he cheated, it was because he did. He said my circle wasn't around me. The niggas that you know, pulled me to the side, man, like, time fuck out of here, nigga. Time out, time listen, out, time listen, out. Listen, I don't know about that, bro. The nigga that, that allegedly recorded the shit was one of the dudes that was in his circle. Okay, but dude code. Dude code. What you mean? Meaning dude code. Like, if I see my man, like, if you see your man's about to creep, I, oh, I'm not... You I'm not gonna, about to pull gonna, my man to the side and be like, yo, bro. I do. I do. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like, my, my, my married friends, the niggas that I want to see this shit work because I really want to be that nigga, I'll be, like, be like, hey, bro, chill. They, they ain't worth it. Dude, Cole, I, I'm not. And I've seen you say that. You don't want to go that route. That's what you usually say. Hey, bro, it's a slippery slope. I've seen slope. you say that. I've seen you say that. Now, what I would say is, like, at that point, but I guess it's just how I look at life. Like, He's he's close to this commitment. Now, if I could catch it on the front end, like what you saying, like, I don't know, that's a hot situation. But uh-huh. bed, but hotel room, I assume you done made the decision already. Yeah, it's a fact. Now, it, am I gonna am I gonna enable the behavior? Am I gonna go get the patron for you? Am I gonna go, you know, get the straps for you? Bro. Nah, nah, I'm probably not doing that. And and, but, and I get what Carl's saying, cause for Kevin Hart to cheat, it's more moving parts than us. Kevin Hart has to, hey, man, I need a room set up. I don't need nobody. I need to be taken up another way and put the girls in there. He ain't just walking nigga in there and, hey, what up? Uh, what, let me check in. It's shit been set up. So he's saying that because it sound right, but it's like you cheated because you was Kevin Hart and you was lit, then you can have damn near any bitch on the planet. And you probably fucking a bunch of other hoes. That's the just the hoes you got caught things, up. But in the grand scheme of things, and women don't want to face this reality. Like his, his wife now was came up from the side. But he don't. I think he's finna start telling that story. I, I, that's literally I when I turned it to off. Say he didn't. He said she wasn't a homewrecker. But at the same time, we okay, man. This, this is. I mean, I probably she believe came she, up from the side. She probably was in the cut. Like I'll tell you, she fine though, nigga. I was looking at her at the show, like, oh, she's a fine motherfucker. But I mean, also, but I mean, and I'm not justifying the like. I wish in 2020, I don't know who, what argument, uh. In society, I need to have it where I sit down and talk to a lot of women where it's like, and I'm not justifying the behavior or anything, but we need to have more of a discussion because it's a lot of, it's a lot more men than women, like I always tell you, Josh. Mm -hmm. And then the reality is women are, uh, women know the role that they play in. You said it's a lot more men than women. I mean, women than men. That's what I meant. Women than men. And, and like... It, it, it's society itself. It's like you almost like gotta go cold turkey. Like if your dude want to stay clean, I assume you gotta just stay away from the dope house. It's almost like if you don't want to be an alcoholic, you gotta move far away from the liquor store. Because when you a dude like Kevin Hart, and you got that much access to celebrity, to like if we if we go through Kevin Hart's DMs right now, as 
as strong-willed as I think I am, he probably got DMs from women across the world. Yes. Saying, yo, anytime you, what up? You know what I'm saying? Even, even when the scandal broke, like, yo, man. You like, I don't care. Yeah. I, I don't care. Yeah. Fuck the scandal. You can right. post up over here. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we living in, in alternate realities. Like, of on one end, he's like back to like, as you say, being the perfect guy. But like, is that really you? Like, part of you is, which I'm not justifying him being, I guess, promiscuous or whatever. But like, if he is a promiscuous man, like... Is that could that be a reality? Cause some dudes just need to have sex with multiple women. Man, like, could that be a reality? <clears throat> that nigga, somebody, he he's human, and and you only as faithful as your options. And he has a lot more options than the average motherfucker and opportunity. And for every bitch that got with his best friend or one of his closest boys and set him up, there's a thousand bitches that ain't saying shit. And that's what I'm saying because them the two that we see. You did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Them the two that we see. So yeah, like, yeah. When it comes to his wife, he got nah. His whole explanation behind that was like his marriage was over with. Not a. Divorce, That's what every nigga say. Oh yeah. Not a Man, we about to break up. You see, it, it was just like yo. It was. It just. It wasn't there. It wasn't home. I was on the road. Yeah, yeah, this and that. But that's. But technically, can't that be his justification, huh? Of course. How much? How much uh, press is he doing for Jumanji too? Yeah. True. You know what I'm saying? But the difference is, oh yeah, she with him. Oh, she on that. She was over. She was overseas with him. So, yeah. but you even see her with a that, lot more now. Okay, okay, I could give you that. Like Ben but, Wallace's wife used to go on the road with. Him. But see, to me though, I think they had a different premise. Like, like even LeBron and his wife, and I don't even know all the inner workings, but he got a different. He got a different get down with her, but like he known her since high school. Yeah. They from the same crib. You know what I'm saying? They got a different. You never. They got a different man. hookup. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's so like, like that. Like, so I, I think I I want to say that because I mean you know if I do what I'm supposed to do with this comedy shit I'll meet that level and I want to be able to say that niggas have slip ups but you want to be disciplined enough to be able to not do it. It's probably niggas out here who got it all like that and ain't doing none of that. Like, nigga ain't got to do it. In my head, in my immature mind, of course you're going to cheat because you had an opportunity. But it should get to a point where you're like, man, I don't want to do this shit no more. It's like, what do I get from it? You know what I'm saying? Or just marry you a bitch who with the threesome type shit and you get it popping like that. I think I think that it depends on what type of union you got with who, who your wife. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what's the premise on which, what you married your wife for? Because if you married your wife because... Y'all building on something different, but if you just married your wife because you think she cold and that's the best woman you can get, it's almost like you just bound to walk down that path. And I'm just, and I think a lot of, a lot of dudes, you know, now, now at my age, now as I'm seeing marriage happen more and divorce happen more, yeah. like they not intentionally thinking to themselves like. What this marriage is about. I think what you got with peace, y'all rolling to the wheels fall off on believing in the art, investing in one another. Like, but that's some shared experience that, like, if you was just with a woman, like, I want a man to yeah. be a man. Meaning, like, I think people have roles in their mind. Let's go back to the fantasy of like a man does <laughs> this and a woman does that, and this is what we do. Yeah. 
without knowing who the but, person that they with. But see, this the the thing about the beautiful thing about Peace and J Bill is that nigga done fell off, so these hoes ain't checking for that nigga. Ah. So she really caught that nigga at a great time <laughs> when he is at a humble state. And, where it's and like, then as as the success started coming, I'm already got what I need. Yeah, it's like nigga, she like nigga these. Don't no, come you, know, you know what the best the best thing like being in this situation the the probably for both of us was the, the relationship right before we met each other it was terrible for both of us you know what I'm saying it's like oh shit like but like, I need better like I've said it, and this is the same thing because it's weird and I I know definitely for people listening and be like damn that shit sound crazy but even when you see matches made like when you see dudes in certain relationships and I know y'all don't see me say this I'm like I don't know if she support and believe in your vision. Yeah, that's right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And I tell dudes that. Or I don't know if he believe in your vision. I tell women that. And I'm not saying like they a bad person. Because like it's some good people that just don't see some of the shit that artists see. Yeah. To be with an artist is some hard, hard bro. shit. about going out of town and they over here and you over there. And nigga, it's like shit, man. I'm going to see you for a little while. And you gotta be yoked though equally on that tip. She do. gotta be cool with knowing you're going to do what you do, what you yeah, love. Yeah. When you come home, it's all that. When you get back, it's like nigga, hell to the victor. You home, let's eat, let's love. And I, then I think, yeah. I think I think in my, my, one of my problems was like I I had never been with or dated a creative. Like everybody I was kicking it with, it was just like they worked or they they didn't have any passion or vision. Or Mm-hmm. They didn't see what what the future could hold. Like you could be whatever you like. Like as entertainers, as artists, we get to be whatever we want to be, whatever we set our premise to be. We can be that. And for the for I, I don't know how to put it or what the what to call them. Like the drone, the uh, worker bees. That's what I used to call them. Like because they just mm-hmm. focused on having a job, doing this, and it's like. I don't see the world like that. And this is not going to work. Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck. Then you'll meet somebody and there'll be something cool. You're like, yo, man, this is this might work out. And it's like, no, nah, it's not going to work out because you're the same as that motherfucker. You don't see the creativity that I got to see. And if you don't see that creativity, it's already walking in on a disconnect. And okay. sometimes it's like that. Sometimes it's like that about yeah. family. Sometimes it's like that about property. Sometimes it's like that about money. Sometimes it's like that about, you know... How many, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, some women, you know, or men or whatever, be like, I want to have five kids. You know? And you be thinking to yourself, like, five? Shit, I'm thinking one. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that could lead to a disconnect. Let's see how much pit bulls are going for. You know? I mean, like, some of the some of the, uh, the buying in of what people buying in for, like, you know, that shit can be overwhelming. As it's been some divorces that I never thought was I see divorces as I'm growing older. And then it's been some marriages where it's like, damn, they still together. Like but they were Whitney shit. It was like, damn, they was they was together. Like they was holding it down. In their chaos. Yeah, in their chaos. They had yeah. like yeah. some type of balance for one another where it fit. You know what I'm saying? As chaotic as it was, it fit. Whereas like in the simplicity of what you think is perfect, sometimes that shit don't work. Yeah, just when whatever the fuck y'all is, they vices just happen to be right there on each other, and they look like they was in hella love. So it's like, nigga, people be talking about, I just want to smoke crack. No, you got to find you a bitch who like hookah, or you know what I'm saying, a motherfucker who like playing chess. They out here for it, nigga. I think 2010, 
We found out a lot. I think we all got our whole phases out of us and all that. As a as a universe, as a as a as the planet Earth, I think 2020 we gonna prosper. We gonna do what the Mayans and the Aztecs couldn't. We gonna go out here. We gonna procreate. We gonna build, and it's gonna be a bunch of it's gonna be a bunch of prosperity, nigga. That's three, what we own. Three goals, man. Three goals y'all got for the for the incoming uh, decade. For the decade, not just twenty twenty, but for the decade. All right, you go first. Uh one to be uh, financially stable and di- diversified. Yeah. Uh, and be on the path of creating generational wealth. Mm-hmm. Uh, two a success. On another level in my career of comedy. And when I say another level, I mean we're talking major motion. We're talking uh, national, international TV. We're talking uh, sponsorship or uh, commercial. We're talking writing. All of that. I want I want to be a part of that. Three. Uh, it's connected with the generational wealth, but it's a, it's a separate entity to build a foundation of a family business mm-hmm. like a family business like a family restaurant and then we got this cultural center next to it and then we got this like like a, a goddamn empire like not like the TV show but just like our shit where it's ours ownership is very important for me for this decade not only on uh my my my, my property of of living or house but just like ownership of, of family and and like you know what I'm saying, being being the head of house and doing all that shit, that's very important. Should have been and always will be, but it's like that's the target goal for this decade. Ten years. Damn, that's what up. That was your three. Uh let me see what my three is. I mean, all that right there could go without saying, so you definitely covered that. Uh my 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 goals for the next decade will be to get out of my own way. I feel like all the things I don't have and all the things that have happened to me is because I made it all happen to me. So knowing that, like going into this new decade and this new year, knowing that I control my home destiny, like to be like I can be where I'm going to be at in a year is based upon what I do. And it don't scare me no more. It used to scare me like, damn, so if I ain't where I was supposed to be, it's because I ain't do something. Now it's like, nigga, I'm where I'm supposed to be because I did something. So I'm going into it knowing that I was my biggest enemy. I'm my biggest competition. And if I continue to do what I'm doing, I can get to where I want to go. Like, nigga, the other day I just pulled up on Coco before I went to my uh, Christmas party because she was performing at uh, the public house over there in Gratiot. And I just seen her happen to be there. I pulled up, just ran in, gave her a hug and kiss. Place was packed because Coco got a dumbass draw. People love her. And she's like, don't leave. I was like, I got to go. You know what I'm saying? I had performed the week before. But to know that somebody like that, that I grew up and was just to me, a, was a celebrity in my mind. Because you hear her name, Coco's House Comedy, Coco's on BET. And this is somebody who numbers in my phone, who texts me, just hit me up, comment on my pictures and shit on Instagram about my daughter. And this is somebody I know. And this all came from me. With the little, with, with the little bit of self-esteem I do have, I got this person that's like, yeah, yeah, you one of them ones. And I respect what you do. Uh... What'd he say? What'd he say? He said the one that they will crown king. Yeah, he said that. And I want you to repeat it. I remember when he said that. I just want you to say it. Because it ain't sound weird <laughs> if I said it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what he... Hey, I take that. And that's just shit. Like, that's another OG. So it's like, just let me know. All right. So one, to get out of my own way. Um, 
Two, to be more self-disciplined. And what I mean by that is, nigga, put the work in. Like, nigga, you, shit don't just happen to motherfuckers just because it happens. Some people get that opportunity and then they lose that opportunity because they don't know how to work. My thing is this, nigga, discipline. Get up. Watching that Kevin Hart shit, seeing that nigga get up at six in the morning and being like, it's just something about getting up knowing that you up early with everybody else. It just make you feel like you got a jump start on everybody else. Nigga, I stay in the bed at 12 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm ready to just jack off three, four times. Lay down, get up, eat, go back to sleep, get up, do a comedy show. You know what I'm saying? I don't work out, but it was like, nigga, I wasn't really using all my time the right way. So being more disciplined, and that comes to my relationships, that comes to my 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 uh, intake of alcohol, anything that ain't, you know, you everything's good in moderation. So my thing is, alcohol has its benefits, but if you drink too much of it, it'll fuck you up. But it does have its benefits if you use it in moderation. It has its good point. So, I'm a, like I said, just being more self-disciplined when it comes to that. And then three, and like I said, everything you said go without saying because I feel like all these things encompass all that shit. If I'm doing all these things, I'm going to get that. I just want to be a better person, like to people. And that means to my girl, that means to my mom, to my dad, to my daughters, to their mothers, to just random people on the street, to comedians, everybody like, nigga, I just feel like I, I, I lost myself at a certain point in this decade to where I became a person that I did not like when I started thinking about shit. Like, nigga, I didn't like who I was getting up. So I feel like if I do all those things, all the shit that I want, being like fiscally free to do whatever I want and create and like, nigga... Feeling more like at the top of my game, like, nigga, my mind, nah, bro, I don't even feel funny, even though I'm funnier than a lot of these niggas. But if I clear my mind up like I'm supposed to, like I was before, niggas, the sky's the limit. There's nothing I can't create. There's no script I can't get done. But in reality, I'm finna put it, that's just my three, but I'm finna really write a list of everything I want to take care of, like I want to get done in this year. And it's just, and I'm just checking shit off, checking shit off, checking shit off. But then my three things. I didn't hit the bell for myself. All right. Yep. Yeah, what you got? Well, keep growing this Detroit is different thing. Uh, see where this journey takes me with Detroit is different. Um, it's, it's dope that I got both y'all in here, in effect, and I got the space in effect. Um, and I, I really am interested in building the marathon of what this going to look like. Uh, so hopefully, you know, 2030, I'm looking up at, Detroit is different, you know, 12, 13 years in. And, you know, I don't know if J-Bell and Josh going to still be holding down, like, weekly shows here. But <clears> whoever make the version happen. of Josh and J-Bell are, uh, are holding it down. Mm. Uh, so that's one thing. Another thing that I'm being more intentional about just understanding myself and others, kind of like the capacity of things, you know, uh, engaging in that serenity prayer, you know. Uh, I'm starting to be a lot more understanding of the limitations I got and limitations that others have too and not being as honorary about the shit. Like certain things happen, but they'll happen in due time. Uh, the last thing, the last thing I would say is I really want to focus on, um, I want to focus on, like it's, it's business goals as always, but I really want to focus on like this next, this next batch being in solid health. Man, it's some it's some cats that's like my age is dropping, bro. Dropping. Yep. So I want to make sure that at least I can take as much control over health as possible. Uh staying as functional on that shit. Mm -hmm. Um 
you know, and uh, and and being more intentional about it because, you know, quality of life, you know, as they say, health is wealth, and that shit's real, and and that shit hits you differently when a person like that you, you know what I'm saying? It's some people like, like, damn, he my age, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was watching a documentary the other day, even though he was murdered, but. Jam Master J was my, he was 37 when he was murdered. It was like, damn, wow. he was 37? It was like, damn, I'm 37. Like, like it, it hits you differently. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you start seeing so much of stuff or, like, people moving slower and, and functioning different. And I definitely feel the difference. I'm, I'm sounding like an old person commercial and shit. Older you get, you, you know, it, I feel different. So, like, I want to be intentional and be more... Um, as they say, that ounce of prevention versus that pound of cure about some of the shit. Like, you know, vitamins over goddamn drugs. Yep. <laughs> no, nigga, that's a fact. And, uh, nigga, I got, like, I don't fuck what you say, man. Like, I don't care how big my shit get, nigga. Like, I'm going to make sure that this thing, because you gave me a platform. Like, I ain't going to speak for nobody else. I'm going to speak for me. You gave me a platform, nigga, to come through here and be like, hey, man, whatever you want to do, do it. And people that I fuck with to come through here and do what they want to do. Oh, you, you... I mean, even this year, like, um, people still talk about, like, the Ryan, e- even though some of the craziest episodes, I, I still think that JD episode is classic, but, yeah. like, Ryan <laughs> Davis came by here, yeah. uh, Ryan yeah, Taylor Ryan and Taylor. all his stories, yeah. you know, Jeff, like, you you brought the house. I mean, even Kool-Aid's tribute. I mean, you brought yeah. the OGs in effect. Yeah. Like, that was dope. Um, I appreciate it. It's a vision, but that's kind of back to the understanding and serenity prayer. Like, this... And I'm still, you know, I gotta, I gotta build out more. I gotta reinvest. I'm gonna get more equipment, you know, and that takes time. And just keeping these lights on, keeping the heat on, but um, it just get bigger and better. And that's why, like I said, nigga, like my dream is to, like, nigga, in my mind, to come back next year. And I done, I done did everything I was supposed to do. And then you like, nigga, the festival going down. I'm like, nigga, let's do a show. And tell them I'm on that bitch. And that bitch pack out. And then we like, nigga, we got to move it somewhere else. And then I come back with this the game show I developed. And I'm like, all right, bet. I'm going to do my podcast. And then Jay Bell in effect. And then it's like we all, this shit running. And it just don't stop. Your shit continue to get bigger. And then you give another young motherfucker another platform. And now this platform so big is that it put people up so now that they can see them. Like, oh, okay. Because now what we trying to do is push the platform up so people can see it. And then once they get big enough, now the platform big enough for whoever's standing on it to be like, oh, they fuck with Detroit, it's different. And it's some shit like that. Like, nigga, uh, we going to ski weekend. It's like, why not go up there and do some remote shit? Let's get up there and do some remote shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, then expand this shit international. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is this Detroit is different thing? Oh. It don't. Here we go. Like, the. Motherfuckers different. Texas all over the place. You know what I'm saying? I think. That's you know, and that's why it's always cool rocking with y'all. But I think y'all see the y'all see the angles, that, you know, and that's where the humility. I got to step back because certain, you know, some of the content creators here, they their their vision of what it is and how it is is different than what I think the reality of like you know we got to build the vehicle and then we got to drive the vehicle, you know, and uh, that's what it takes. Like you know, it takes creativity and it takes timing, patience. And being ready. Actually, both of y'all. I'm a, I am do want to try to add one thing to the list of both of y'all lists. Yeah, yeah. As much as I do expect comedy albums from both of y'all this year in 2020. But I also want to... Uh, I'm going to actually go next door and get y'all one of these because I got too many of them. I want y'all to pull out that goddamn pad and write more. I want both of y'all yeah, to write yeah, more because I don't see y'all writing like y'all used to. That's what, it come with, that's what come with that nigga that self-discipline. 
Like, nigga, I mean, I know I can go around and fuck off on the stage for however long and get off and come yeah. up with some shit. But, nigga, it's something about writing that shit down, being like, every day, all right, boom, boom, boom. Like, I was telling this nigga, I'm like, nigga, I'm about to go downstairs, bro. I'm going to get a book. If you don't mind, nigga. Oh, yeah, and I'm going to start yeah. reading. Because, nigga, that's what, that, all that come from that. Nigga, reading. Like, nigga, putting information in your mind and it's sparking them synapses or whatever the fuck that shit is in your brain. And it get it popping and then inspire shit in it. Cause nigga, all I talk about now is playing BPOs and fucking bitches, cause that's all my life been. But like straight up, like I know your your last trip at because it's like the family dynamic and the premise of your comedy. And I already know. Like Josh, it's it's a whole world that Josh is missing in comedy mm-hmm. because for Josh was not working for years and he just spent like a whole year working and he ain't even really bust that. Workplace yeah. comedy down yet? Yeah. No. Nope. And I know he got levels of like, and then the workplace you had has so many levels of of of, of who these different managers are, who the women are at the job. Like he almost can, like you have a whole new audience you can tap into with his workplace comedy that he. No, nah, it's a fact, and nigga, it's a it's a sitcom in there. That's like, it, and and that's <laughs> that's coming, and that's just all with nigga. Taking advantage of these 24 hours we got and using it better. So that's what it's all about this year, nigga. So um, I guess we can wrap it up. We had hour 35. This is uh, the last podcast of the year, of the decade. Um, Josh Adams, boy. Nigga, this shit been fun. Like, nigga, we started this bitch off drunk, and now we sitting here off water. Conscious as hell. Conscious as hell. Yeah. We had we, we talked about some shit. We got into, the, you know, the shit, the wild boy behavior shit we talk about. But we kept it real, and hopefully if you listen to this podcast, you learn something and you take something home, because at the end of the day, I be wanting niggas to feel the way, like when they come from this. You're going to be entertained, and then you're also going to feed whatever else is going on with you. So um, I want to wish everybody a happy new year, a happy decade. Uh, you don't have to be where you at. You know what I'm saying? You can be what you want to be, nigga. If Jay-Z can see a million, a billion dollars and marry one of the most beautiful women on the planet, nigga, you can too. Like, nigga, this your world just like it's his. Fuck that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Not for real, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and the funny thing about this, I'm talking all this shit, and I, I, nigga, podcasts and tweets have got niggas fucked up in industry. Like, they be like, you heard what he said, but nigga, at the end of the day, whatever. I'm talking I my mean, shit. low key, if they don't understand the context of that, you know, that's that's that's. Yeah, nigga, even Jay-Z will feel that. So, like I said, man, nigga, drink more water this year, this decade, nigga. Read more books, my nigga. And try to wear a condom. I know it's hard, but try. You know what I'm saying? Try to put one on. Don't make no babies. You ain't got no business. Kennedy, Johanna, I love you guys with everything in my soul, heart and soul. And um, I'm gonna talk to y'all next next time. We finna do. We gonna do one next week. So, man, thank you, J Bell, for coming out, bro. Being here all the time. I appreciate y'all. I love you, brother. Kari, thank you for letting me have this space. All right, man. Y'all be cool. Remember to like. Share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network.